What's up? I'm Ryan McMorris. And I'm Wesley McMorris. And we're happily married most of the time. And proud parents of some pretty awesome kids most of the time. And we spent way too much time in corporate America working 70 hours a week, not living our lives intentionally. So we became hardcore entrepreneurs in 2014 and committed to creating a life of freedom. And we believe you can create a life of freedom and a lifestyle of your dreams and make as much money as you want. So whether you're looking to start an online biz or you already have an online business and you're ready to take things up a notch, we got your back. Most of the time, unless you're tripping. So grab a pen and paper and let's make it happen. I get the interview a friend of mine, Tim Pecoroa. Guys, I'm so excited for you to meet him uh, because this guy is, just, I mean, he's the best kept secret. I mean, in, in my opinion, he's just well, thank you. amazing guy. So I met him or he met me. I don't know. I'll give him the credit. He met me. I went, yeah, I met him. Anyway, <laughs> um, at Barnes and Noble. All right. He, he, he's sitting there reading a book and you never know like who you're going to meet. And I meet him at Barnes & Noble. He comes up to me just because I'm reading this book. I was reading um, High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. It's like yeah. a couple years ago. And he just, he, he just starts talking to me. And I had no idea who I was talking to at the time. But this guy is just a wealth of knowledge. He is just one of the most purest guys on the face of the earth. Um, he's a great father. Uh, he's a great leader. He's a coach. Uh, he, he works uh, on the John Maxwell team. Been working on that team for, uh, what, two decades now or something like that? Yeah, I started with him when I was 22, and I'm yeah. 49. This guy is, I mean, just the, he's somebody you want to know. He's somebody you want to be around. When I met, the, I remember telling Wesley when I met you, I was like, dude, we got this guy is somebody that <laughs> you want on your side because he just, I mean, there's, there's, there's people out there that are pure, man, and I think you're one of those guys. So, Thank you. Uh, first, I appreciate you having me at your spot. This place is beautiful, um, and um, dude, your 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 leadership shines. You no, know, even if you're just in the room not saying a word, that's the kind of guy you are, and I and I that's what I love about you, man. So. I appreciate you having me here, man. Hey, thank you, man. And I remember that way back and <laughs> it's very rare. Like I see people in there, you know, a lot of people are in the store and they're just, you can tell they're just getting a book. Right. You know, it's kind of like a person like, well, I'm going to get this new journal. Right. And and get this new journal. It's going to change my life. Right. And then I'm going to get this new book. I'm going to read, you know, lots of books, lots of reading. But I can tell you were like into what you were doing. And so because of that, I was like, there's something about this guy. Well, I do. I and there you are, you're out there doing it. And so, and I appreciate your kind words and, uh, you know, as a person that's made a lot of mistakes in life, um, it's, you know, the thing that you can only have left, the only thing you have really is your name. You know, a lot of people chase too many things. They chase money. They chase so many things that really aren't going to do anything for them. But if you can keep your name, you can do anything else. Right. And so keeping your name part of it is, is when you do fail, you know, you repent. You know, you don't just say, I'm sorry. Sorry means I'll do it again. Right. <laughs> you know, that's why I tell people, don't yeah. just say sorry. Go to someone and say, hey, I ask you forgiveness. Take, in other words, when you say I'm sorry, I, you still have the power. Right. Because you're, 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 you're claiming it. That's right. Yeah. But when you go to someone and say, will you forgive me? Yes. You're relinquishing. So, you know, so there's a difference. But anyway, I can tell, I see that and I can see it in you and... So when you said, "Hey, I want you to come on my podcast," I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be in the podcast, man." Dude, I mean, like, I mean, anything like there, there's people right now because I feel like I'm in this shift uh, of my life. I'm 32, and you know, weirdly enough, oddly enough, like in my mind, 33 is an age of um, 
transcendence. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jesus was... Incidentally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, I don't know, and I could I maybe put this on myself or whatever, but I feel like I need to get around um, older men um, that are that have made the mistakes that they've been where I want to be and they are where I want to, they are where I want to go to. And you're one of those guys, man, I look at you like, like a big brother Thank you. Uh, that, that I need to get around. And so, um, that, that's, you know, this podcast episode is almost selfish because I know that I'm like, yo, I, I need to get around this guy. So how, however <laughs> I can get around this dude and just uh, get guidance from him and, answer or ask questions and just, you know, like even the other day, man, like when you told, when I heard you say that prayer that you say over your kids like that, I was like, man, like that's, that's just a nugget that can last for the next 50 years with my kids and something that they can pass on to their kids. And that's just one thing that happens around when you get around people like you, man. So that's, I just want to say thank you for that. I mean, you, you are mentoring me even when you're not around. I just want you to know that. Wow. It's just, it's, well, thank you. Yeah. It's an honor, man. Yeah, it's an honor. Yeah. So tell me, dude, how long have you? Um, how long have you been an entrepreneur? Uh, we're here hanging out at Uphill uh, today, your company. And then when I met you, you explained to me what you did, and like I was, I mean, just like, damn, this dude is uh, coaching millionaires and multi-millionaires on on strategies and 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 um, uh, things that they need to work on. And so, how long have you been doing that? How long have you been an entrepreneur? How long have you been, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, doing what you do? I, say, I know you said you've been working with um, with Maxwell, you know, since yep. your early twenties. Mm -hmm. So, how did you get involved in that, man? Or like, like, was there something that happened in your life that kind of pushed you towards that? Or have you always just kind of been like that? Well, see, it's interesting, and I recommend everybody read the book by Gretchen Rubin, The Four Essences. It's like, it's a great book, and but in there, one of the things that really gets me is I'm a rebel but I'm also a questioner, right? So as a kid, I've always been that person. Right. So um, I was always this rebel. Not a rebel just because I want to do what... The opposite. I, yeah, the opposite because right. someone says it. It's because it's like, why is everyone going in one direction? You know what I mean? Right. Like, how is it so easy for people just to pick up on something and go? And that's why we see trends take off so much. That's why it's so trendy to do this, right? It's like, if I would have kept my clothes... Like I used to have this great pair of jeans, man, that were bell bottoms. New was gonna go to clothes. The dude that had, a, that had a seam down the front where it was stitched. The seam, right. you know, those are gonna be back, right? right? If I kept them, as long as I can squeeze myself up in them, guess what? I wouldn't have to buy nothing, right? right? But it's because it's kind of everything is cyclical with people, right? So I would notice all these trends, and I would say, what if you create something different that doesn't have to be a trend, but what if it could be something with shelf life and a staple? So I was always that kid. I was always getting in trouble in school because of that. Because I was questioning. Right. And then, so with the question, I was also a rebel. Right. And so as I was that rebel and as I was questioning, it was frustrating to some of the, those leaders. And I wasn't doing it to be disrespectful. Now, my, was my tact the best? No, I, I wasn't. Well, that's, that comes with like, I mean. Yeah, maturity yeah, growing yeah. up. Right. And I didn't know. So I just kind of. So anyways, I was always that way. Um, I, I um, got myself into a lot of trouble in my you know early teens. I grew up from a very dysfunctional, broken, you know, family was very broken for generations. You know, I tell people I'm ethnically ambiguous. So in other words, I don't fit into any real culture, <laughs> but I fit into every one of them. Right. And I don't show up to fit anyway. Yeah. I show up to, to, to bring value. So I was a very crafted and gifted, you know, chameleon, meaning I was really good at taking color. I was very good at borrowing color from everyone else. 
Yo, yo, thanks for tuning in to Intentional Lifestyle Radio. If you're enjoying this episode, make sure you subscribe. And snap a quick pic of this episode and tag us on IG at ILC University. Plus, catch our training videos on YouTube at ILCTV.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. Like looking at other people, right? And some people say keeping up with the Joneses, right? Some people say it's comparison stuff. I call it just the chameleon. In other words, we all borrow color because it's okay to sometimes have a template for, for a season so you can learn to grow and get better. But ultimately what you want to do is get to the point where you start putting color back. My problem was I was very good at taking color. I could become anything, anytime, anywhere, and I was really good at it. But what I found out was, and everyone has it, I realized that I was a very good hypocrite. Mm. Because you know hypocrisy is just a mask. Right. And everybody puts them on, everybody wears them, right? So I started recognizing something's got to change, something's got to give. I can't blame everybody before me, none of those things. So I literally became an entrepreneur from the age of like 19. I literally was just this person out there with, I mean, I basically had no home. I had no, I had nothing to really do. So I went from loading trucks at FW Woolworths when I first came to South Carolina. I had to move into, you know, I didn't want to be here. I didn't even want to be in South Carolina. I want to be back up in Connecticut. If I wasn't going to be where I was in Florida, I want to go back to Connecticut. So Connecticut's where I went from. I went to Florida to go to school, and I went back to Connecticut. Then my mom and my stepfather moved down here. I came down here, and, dude, I was pushing pallet jacks, loading up trucks in the middle of the hot summer. But then I had another job and another hustle and another hustle because I was trying to figure out what am I good at. Right. But what I would always find out, though, is I always found out there were several things about me. I could lead, I could communicate, and I was creative. But I still didn't have any kind of, you know, there was no way I knew how to temper. I didn't know how to temper those things and put them into a direction. And so then I met a gentleman, Harry Ramey, and that's when he connected me into the understanding and world of John Maxwell and what leadership looks like. And then I was able to meet Mr. Maxwell in Atlanta, Georgia, when he was going back and forth from San Diego into Atlanta before he moved his whole company over. And then that's where it all took off. And that's when I st- I just dove in. And I mean, I, mean, I went head first recklessly into what can I do to develop, to learn, to grow. I will serve. I will give. I will do. And you don't have to pay me anything. So it wasn't about me being paid to do it. It was about how much will it cost me to do it. In other words, I'll pay to play Yeah. instead of how much will you pay me? Right. And I think that, 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 that whole thought process is kind of flipped nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, like our, our, this next generation of kind of kids that's kind of coming up through college right now and, and graduating, I think they think the opposite. It's like, of, how much? Right. right, right. And it's like, whoa, 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 back up. I like the, I want to take you back to the part where you met, um, I can't remember his name, the, the guy. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So Harry seems to be, I mean, he's really important in this story because he's a connector. He sure is. Yeah. And, and I also want to point out too, like, you were, well, one first, how'd you recognize, like, that you were those three things. Because ironically enough, I don't know if you know Justin Prince, um, but he yeah. works with, okay, so I just, so uh, Justin was just on the show uh, like a couple weeks ago. And um, you know, ironically enough, you know, same concept. Um, what three things are you? Who do you want to, what, what are the three things you are right now? And, and 10 years from now, 20 years from now, what are the three things that you are? So you said you were- Leader, uh, communicator, leader, and communicator, artist, yeah, and, and creative. creative. Right. So one, how'd you recognize that so young? And then two, like really, um, as you recognize those things, um, you you needed someone to kind of like 
uh, mold it, right? Like it was, was it kind of crazy and then it needed to be honed in and then you met Harry and then Harry introduces you to John and then the rest, you know, kind of just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. And I know a lot of people go through that. I mean, I know people that are my age or even older than me that are still struggling with that because they don't really know how to hone in on it. Right. And so, no, I was reckless with all of it. Like I had the curse of being capable. So there were a lot of other nouns that I could have described myself as that I was very good at. Right. right. Um, but they weren't the ones that were actually in alignment to my core human, to the person that's like been purposely created. Like the one that, that in the womb of my mother, that my belief is the Holy spirit knit me together in my mother's womb. Right. You know, scripturally it says that, I am fearfully and wonderfully made that he knows the hairs on my head, right? He, he saw my unformed substance. Think about that. Unformed right. and substance. Yeah. I mean, what an image, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right? So that's I'm heavy. thinking that's how he was in there. Like, so Tim, this is what you will do. You yeah. gonna, and you will get a little crazy. <laughs> Sometimes you go, you know, and he's putting me together. You right. know, So I would get these images, right, of that stuff. But then I would always find myself. Remember, I was a chameleon. It was really right. good. Trying to find where I fit, where I belong. And so then ultimately... What ended up happening was I got myself in some trouble. And that's when I realized that I couldn't count on the men in my life. The ones that I grew up with were the ones that got me to where I was. Right. But I can't keep blaming them either. And then, yes, I did believe that there was a God. But yet I can't hear him right now. I can't hear everything audibly, per se. But then I started saying, you have to trust somebody. And so that's when this man from Missouri, and that's where it came in, where he literally looked at me. So my hair was long and curly, man. I had long curls. <laughs> like, I'm talking like, I'm talking, I mean, it was, yeah. Curls that women would walk up to me and go, yeah, like, is that natural? <laughs> yeah. Like, they wanted those curls. I mean, they were long and curly. I mean, when my hair was wet, it'd be up to here. But when it, you know, but when it was dry, it would be, yeah. Yeah. You know, so they would literally challenge you know, me, people would with like, dude, how are you showing up? Because I look too confused. Right. But when Harry met me, Harry was like, I see you're confused, but we all are. And so one of the biggest things he ever said to me was, if you don't judge me because I've never been where you've been. This is a guy from the middle, you know, Midwest, yeah. from Missouri, literally is where he was from. He said, if you don't judge me and, and, and don't disqualify me because I don't understand, because that's what, what does everyone say? Right. You don't know you don't my know, life. Yeah, yeah. You, don't give me. you don't look like me. Right. You don't know what I come from. All those things. You, you're, immediate, you're doing that because your own hurt and insecurity is pushing away the very answer that you could have. Right. So something inside of me says, don't resist this man. Mm. And so he said, if you would allow me to work with you, I'll show you that both of us need the same thing. We need God. We need vision. We need purpose. We need direction. And so I said, okay, what do you want to do with me? And so that's when he started showing me little things. He put me to speak to young people that were in trouble. He found out there was pretrial intervention that needed help. So he was like, let me take this kid who's done all this stuff, the fights, the drinking, the drugs, and all these things, and he can go down there and help them. How would it feel to turn social media strangers into a flood of new enrollments and sales for your business? Well, we're going to show you exactly how to do that in our social media Instant Profit Masterclass, where we'll show you exactly the three steps that we've been using over the years to create a flood of enrollments and sales in our business, and the same three-step process that we teach thousands of students that have gone through the same thing. So head over to ilcuniversity.com forward slash masterclass and get your access to the Social Media Instant Profit Masterclass today. See you there.